0: Welcome to Don't Wait to Write with Amber Petty. Today, we're learning a little something. Today, I'm going to talk about a thing that is rampant on the internet and something that goes through and worries most writers before they, during and after, they sit down to write. And that is the good old-fashioned topic of trolls. Trolls. I wish I were talking about the troll dolls with little jewels in their belly buttons and fun hair, but I'm not. (sighs) Though, having said that, please, next time you get a shitty comment from somebody, just imagine one of those little troll dolls said it. And then you're kind of like, huh, that's cute. Look at you. You think you're a real person, but you're a stupid doll with a cool jewel in your belly button and fun hair, but you also are a weirdo that no one likes anymore. Thanks for your opinion. So trolls are a legitimate concern. When you go online, you'll see, you know, your favorite people get just screwed from all sides, basically. People you love get a ton of crappy comments from jerks. Sometimes they get comments from the other side saying they're not doing good enough. It seems like anybody on the internet is just going to be barraged by negativity. And though that can happen and probably will happen to some degree at some point in your life, it's not as big of a worry as it seems. So for about five years of my freelance writing career, I wrote very regularly. I mean, I wrote hundreds of stories and I got very, very few bad comments. Now, I did have one time on my website at the moment, I had different things about myself, including that I knit pumpkins, I wrote as a little fun fact. And I did have somebody go to my website to fill out the contact me form to criticize a story I wrote and then said, this wasn't well researched. Pumpkins, you look like a pumpkin. I wasn't writing about pumpkins. And I was like, I, can't, I mean, I'm not orange, but I'm a round lady, so you're not wrong. So that's really the only trolly comment (laughs) I got. I also wrote something about Last Man Standing, you know, the Tim Allen TV show. And somebody did say, even though you're a crazy liberal, you did write a very accurate story on this. So those are the two things I got. I bring that up just to let you know that it just doesn't happen all the time. And now a lot of the stuff I wrote was stuff that isn't that big of a deal. I was writing about television shows and fun facts or health stories, stuff that typically doesn't get a ton of comments. I'm sharing that to let you know that it is not inevitable. So I didn't write about controversial things and that makes a big difference, but I did write some personal essays about weight loss, where I talked about gaining a hundred pounds. I talked about how hard it was to lose weight, I talked about different things of being a bigger person in the world. And that was stuff I expected to get a bunch of, hey, fatty, uh, why are you so lazy types of comments, right? I wholly expected those. And I even posted a picture of myself in leggings and a sports bra on Instagram as my happy before picture. And I didn't get those comments. I got nice comments, exclusively nice comments from people. And as my essays went out, I continued to get more nice things about people who understood the story and appreciated the honesty. And I, I didn't get any crappiness, shockingly, shockingly. Believe me, I was shocked. Now, here are two things I've done consistently that also help Me get less negativity. One of them is I don't read the comments. I don't read the comments. I read the comments very briefly when I started, and they don't make you feel good. People in the comments are usually there just to argue or be idiots. It's just their little world of power that they like to assert and. It's not helpful. So sometimes people look to the comments because they're like, well, what if they're saying something constructive? You know, what if they have something to say that could help me? I'm going to just cut to the chase and tell you they don't. They aren't there to offer constructive criticism. Oh, actually, I think you're meaning to phrase your thesis in a way that would be better served in an earlier paragraph. Does that sound like the comments you see because it does not sound like the ones that I see. They're not there to give you constructive facts. They're just there to argue. They're not giving you anything helpful. So you don't need to read them. Also, if you think, well, I'm going to read them because they're probably actually going to say a lot of nice things about me. Well, yeah, sometimes they do. Sometimes they say the articles great, or they agree or all that stuff. But here's what sucks. You'll see the one person that doesn't agree and thinks what you wrote sucks, and that's what you'll remember. And suddenly all of those little positive comments, oh, they'll disappear, and that one shitty comment, oh, that's just ingrained for you to remember the next time you sit down to write. So don't look at the comments. You don't need to, editors don't expect you to. Uh, They don't expect you to interact that way. If they do, they'll be very clear about it, but that is something I've never had to do. So don't think that you're, you know, missing out on constructive criticism or not interacting with your audience or, or something like that by not reading the comments. All you're doing is protecting yourself because writing is scary and you don't need anything to make it harder. The second thing I've done to avoid trolls is to not go on Twitter. I am technically on Twitter, but I don't tweet anymore and I haven't for years. I guarantee if I posted that stuff about gaining 100 pounds on Twitter, I would have got a bunch of shitty comments. Uh, Just Twitter brings it out in people. I don't know why. So I'm not on Twitter and I don't care. Twitter can be a very helpful platform for writers But you have to like Twitter in order for it to be helpful. So if you already are on Twitter and you really like it and you like the interaction, great. Then stay on Twitter, keep sharing stuff. Because you like the whole experience, it's also going to make it easier for you when people do have crappy comments to send your way. If you're a person like me who doesn't like Twitter and doesn't like the conversation there and just doesn't like the whole thing, Then I am primed to handle the comments very poorly and take it worse and just have a bad time. If you don't enjoy Twitter, you don't need to be on it. You don't. There are other ways to grow your audience eventually, there are other ways to talk to your fans and readers. Don't worry about it. Don't go on Twitter. And remember if you need to take a break from Twitter because people are being dickheads, that's fine. Just take a break. You don't need to announce it like the celebrities do. You don't need to put out a press release. I'm taking a break from my mental health. They can do that because they're celebrities. No, it's going to be fine. You can pop right back onto Twitter when you're ready. And nobody's going to be mad you didn't get back to their DMs fast enough. Another thing I do, I know this is a third thing, and I said I had only two but here we are. (laughs) So another thing I do is I uh, delete stuff. So now, as I grow my business, I do sometimes get emails that are a little bitchy. Not too many, which is pretty lucky, but I've had somebody criticize that I swear too much. Um, I've had people ask to unsubscribe in very rude ways or people that, I don't know, just want to criticize what I'm talking about, for no reason you know they just want to go out of their way to criticize a thing they got for free it's a cool way to be anyway so I get those sometimes and I used to you know read it respond keep it in my inbox and then every time I would kind of glance at it it would just make me feel bad again even though they were silly things. I didn't get any super mean (laughs) comments. It still, you know, doesn't make you feel good to have somebody be bitchy to you. So I started just deleting them. Just deleting them. Then they are gone. And it helps kind of delete it from your mind. You're not going to run into it again. You don't need to. Because again, these people aren't giving me constructive criticism. They're just being jerks. So that doesn't help me. Just delete it. So it's okay if you want to delete negative comments from your Instagram. I don't know if you can delete it on Twitter. (laughs) Sorry. But wherever you can, just take it away. Just delete it. And this is different than the big influencer who (laughs) said something racist and then deletes all the comments with people calling them out. You're not doing that. If people delete comments like, hey, you're a fat bitch, that person's not adding to the conversation. They're just being a dick. So you can delete that stuff. Now, when that friend of mine emailed me and said, hey, you actually just kind of hurt my feelings a little bit. And most importantly, you did the exact opposite of what you told everybody to do, which I talked about on Wednesday's podcast. I didn't delete that because she was offering a criticism. That was a real mistake I made. Those I don't delete, those are coming from a place of helpfulness. So that's what I'm saying. There's a difference between trolls and helpful criticism, and for the most part, you'll know. Trolls are trolling, living their troll lives, and that shit you can just erase. Now I understand that I've been kind of lucky to not get trolled terribly. And part of that is because I've never had something be crazy viral. If the stuff about gaining weight had gone crazy viral, yeah, I would have had bad comments for sure. Cause that just happens when you reach a huge number of people. I've never had that happen before. So one, it's a nice reminder that Even without going crazy viral, you can still have a full-time career in writing. So know that. But two, also that worry about trolls is something that's probably going to happen farther off in the future. And if you're getting trolls like that, it means you're also affecting a lot of people. That your word and your story has gotten out there so far, yes, then unfortunately, it brings up the horrible people of society as well. Now, as I said, I've gotten lucky. I'm a white lady. That makes a big difference. And no matter who you are, if you write about something political or something about feminism or racism you're going to get shitty comments and you might get some really cruel things said on twitter or in your email sadly that is just a fact so that's amplified of course if you're a woman or you're a person of color the likelihood is higher if you write on those topics and that's simply because we just live in a very divided world and when you talk about racism guess what The people who don't like being called racists really like to shove that in your face. Recently, a woman who draws cartoons about inequities in marriage and raising children, you know, got death threats over a comic about peaches. Now, that's horrible. And that's so scary. That when you're setting out to write something or make something and send it out, and you're worried that people might send you death threats because of it... Of course, that's so frightening. Why do you even want to begin? So I told you all this stuff about my background first to let you know that that is not inevitable. It doesn't happen every time. And that when something like that does happen, the good part of it is it means you have reached a lot of people. And there are going to be so many people that are moved and grateful for what you've shared. They're just not as loud as the people who are telling you to fuck off. So another thing to consider is if you're going to write about a topic that is about feminism or about sexism or racism or politics, just know that your chances of some pushback are going to be much higher. And if you are not in a place to handle that right now, it's okay if you don't write that right now. It's okay. You can avoid it and write something else and share that later when you know you're in a more secure place with yourself that you can handle what comes back to you. Because when you are really passionate about an idea and you know that sharing it with the people who need to hear it is more important than the people who are going to be dicks to you. That's the time to write it. If you are feeling less confident or more scared or just in a more fragile place, I'm like that all the time, then you don't need to write that right now. It's okay. You will write it in the future, and it will not have that terrible adverse effect on you. Because the other good news is these people recover. Now the woman who wrote (laughs) a comic about peaches is getting a lot more attention, and I guarantee she's getting more money probably getting book offers she's getting a lot of good things too and the last thing i want to say is that the fear of this negativity is often so much worse than the negativity itself so i get you know scared to share things people are going to think it's stupid they're going to think i don't know what i'm talking about that they totally disagree or why should I be talking all the things you know all the things but then when I've gotten those emails of you don't know what you're talking about you're not a good writer because you swear too much you look like a pumpkin it does hurt a little bit I'm not gonna lie it hurts a little bit but just for a second then it fades away and I feel like every time I feel more confident afterwards Because, yeah, I can doubt myself all day and all night. Do I know what I'm talking about? I don't know. know. Then somebody writes you like, you're not a good writer because you swear too much. Yeah, hurts for a second. And then I go, fuck you. Are you serious? I am a good writer. I'll swear as much as I goddamn well, please. I told you I swear. Immediately I come to my own defense. And feel stronger and more confident in my own work. When people get those horrible barrages of trolls, I am not trying to tell you I had so fun and what a great thing. No, that is scary and terrible and I'm sad. We live in a world where you have to think about that. But that level of attention and negativity, it never stays around. People quit texting you. (laughs) Not texting. That hasn't happened. People quit tweeting you and emailing you. People let it go, they forget, they move on. But the people that were moved by what you wrote, they don't forget and move on. You've touched them and maybe even changed them in a tiny way. Or maybe they felt not alone for just a moment because you shared the vulnerable thing that you shared. And they don't forget. And as you have to face that negativity, you are shoved right into the worst case scenario And you survive. You can get through it. You can get through it. I know it is horrible, but so many writers have. They've persevered. Maybe they took a break for a little while, but then they came back and kept going. So to be clear, that type of severe negativity, that does not actually happen all the time. So I know the fear of trolls is a real one, and God knows they're out there, and it's sad and miserable. But as I said at the start, picture them as those little troll dolls. Those sad, out-of-touch dolls that nobody loves anymore, that always kind of looked stupid. And all they can do, and only joy they find in their day, is lashing out at a stranger. That's a sad person. That's a sad, sad, lame person. So, hey, if you gave them a little purpose to their day, you gave them that moment of happiness where they called you a pumpkin or told you to fuck off, you know what? Hey, that's my gift to you, troll. That is my gift to you. I hope you feel better because guess what? I feel better every day of my life than you feel on your best day. So I guess I actually won. Okay, so I know this conversation on trolls has been a little all over the place, but uh, hey, it's a topic that goes all over the place. So the main point, of course, is to try not to let that negativity stop you. If you're feeling vulnerable, it's okay to start with less vulnerable stuff, no problem at all. And if you get a bunch of trolls, you can email me. Email me, let me know what happened, at the very least, I'll write back a letter of how that person's a piece of shit. Just, you know, pure pettiness. And maybe that'll make you feel a little better. Or more likely, I'll give you real support to get through it. But please feel free to reach out if that happens to you personally. I can give you more personal advice. Or again, just make fun of the person and uh, maybe be cheered, cheered by my my negativity. Okay, that's it for today. Thank you so much for listening. If you want to start saying fuck you to the trolls and pitch your own stuff, why don't you get my 250 guide to places that pay money? You can get that at amberpetty.com/250250 and yeah, it's a list of over 250 places that take pitches and pay. And also remember, uh getting paid is a great A great way to get back at trolls because they are wasting all their time for free and you're the one that made money off of it. So that's always fun. Okay, I hope you have a great day. Thank you so much for listening. Please be sure to rate and review and tell a friend. And I can't wait to see what you write.